Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. My name is MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the show. I have a fantastic show with a fantastic guest, returning guest. Uh, five years we've been doing the show, and I've been really uh, blessed to have our guest on during uh, these five years, sharing his insights. I know it's been very valuable for a lot of uh, you folks out there. It's been extremely valuable for me. One of the emails that I got from one of our uh, listeners uh, has been the on-trendpreneur uh, kind of theme. Um, and that's something we picked up from Mr. Gerald Salente, which is here to join us. Mr. Salente, so great to see you again. Uh, thanks for having me on. Now, uh, Mr. Gerald Salente is the publisher of the Trends Journal, uh, put out by the Trends Research Institute. Now, everyone's asking me, MC, you, you share with us how crazy <laughs> the, the information is that, that's out there, the Soviet-style information. How do I get actual good information, good data, and good information? Because the decisions that I make as a business owner or investor will only be as good as the data and information on which it's based on. Well, you don't have to look further than the Trends Journal. Uh, I've been a subscriber for 20 years. Uh, it's been quite incredible to, to just see uh, how uh, the magazine has evolved. It, it's now every week. I mean, it's literally a book every week full of data and information that you're not going to find anywhere else. No ads uh, and, and so forth. Mr. Salente, again, congratulations on the work that you've been doing. Um, you know, obviously right now is a, is a, is a time of, of worry, uh, a time to be concerned for anyone that's picked up a history book. So I think um, maybe we'll just start there. Some of, some of your thoughts and some of the things that you're seeing in the world. I grew up in South Africa during a, a totalitarian regime, uh, during the apartheid regime. So for me, I mean, some of the stuff that I'm seeing, it's making the hair on my back stand up, to be, to be quite frank. No, it should. What's going on is unprecedented in world history. <clears throat> look, just, look what just happened in Italy. They just mandated that everyone has to get vaccinated. <clears throat> Everybody working has to get vaccinated. Mussolini really would have been, he must be so happy. Could you imagine what they're doing to us? The, the, the world is run by four gangs. Number one, the banksters. There's this guy, they say his name was Jesus Christ. And he makes it, he couldn't buy one in those days at, McDonald's, at uh, Walmart. And he drives the money changers out of the temple. Who are the money changers? Who are the money changers? Look at the criminal acts that they commit. And I'm not saying that just as a, a phrase. How about that, that little piece of shit, Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan Chase? <clears throat> Don't understand why gold and oil and silver prices aren't higher. Oh, you mean the ones that were rigged? By J.P. Morgan Chase, and they were only fined $900 million, a slap on the wrist for rigging them all those years. Oh, and then what happens to Christ after that? Oh, and be, by the way, he became violent to dry the money changes out. Yeah. Boop, cats hanging on the cross three days later. You don't screw with the money, the, the, the banksters. Number two, <clears throat> the military industrial complex in every country. Look at the big news now. The United States, the UK, and Australia are banding together to fight and protect the world against China. Go screw yourself. Who the hell are you talking to? What am I, six years old? Hey, you, hey, America, boy, you did a great job in Afghanistan. What a victory, huh? Terrific. And you know, I was banned from the media <clears throat> back in 2001. Yep. For saying that America would lose the war. They did a movie, Zizi, Z-I-Z-I -Z and Honey Boy. <clears throat> and um, Z -I Zizi is the Neapolitan dialect for auntie. So is my aunt and me. 
And it opens up with the guy playing me, um, Andrew Koss, saying to the producer, yeah, you tell him that I said we're going to lose the war. So the number two, the military industrial complex is running the world. Number three, drug dealers. They're drug dealers. Morons and imbeciles call them big pharma. Yeah, go pharma yourself. What are you, jerk? They're drug dealers. And number four, big tech. We have lost our freedom completely. Look at the merger and acquisition activity going on. All-time high. When I was a kid, they had a thing called grocery stores. Gone. Now they're grocery chains. They had a thing called stationary stores. Gone. Stationary chains. The the, uh, Staples, the Office Depot. When I was a kid, they had hardware stores. No, you don't need those. We got Lowe's and Home. And and, uh, what's that other one? Uh, uh, Home Depot. Home Depot. Yeah. Gone. I go into those places, my heart breaks. Walmarts. You look at the people working, they have no future. Back in the day when they worked for the fish store, the grocery store, they say, hey, maybe I'll start my own store. Maybe I'll do my own. Let me learn and then I'll move on. No more. Gone. 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 There was a thing in the United States You may get censored for this. It was called the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they're endowed by the creator with the, with, with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness? Go screw yourself. What happiness? I'm in charge. Liberty, go F you. What liberty? I'm the governor. I'm the mayor. I'm the dictator. I'm the premier. Look at the shitheads that people are following. How could anybody look at Australia? Danny Andrews. You look at this little clown boy. That other woman, Gladys, been jerking off whatever her name is. A clown. Look what happened in, New, in, in America with that guy Gavin, Newsom Gavin, a little piece of arrogant shit, reelected. Right. One after another, Biden, Trump, Macron, Merkel. It's a global freak show in everybody's eyes. The, as an Italian, I'm ashamed of them that they brought in a guy like Mario Draghi as prime minister. And this is Cinque Stelle and the, the leg of the, the movements that were going to pull out of the euro and out of the eurozone, and they bring him in. The people have lost their fight. It's coward world. Yeah, it's it's been it's been just incredible to see. You know, I remember you know when I first traveled uh, abroad too, and you would say, you know, I'm from South Africa, and they're like, oh, well, you know, and of course, you know, I'm white, so now it's like you guys did X, Y, and Z, and this, and this, and that. You know, of course, there was. One of the, the terrible things that, w- that was happening um, during the apartheid, which people wrote about internationally, now it's sort of kind of forgotten uh, uh, or forgotten, was, was the pass laws. So essentially, if you were an African, uh, you were living in a certain area and you were working in another and you had a pass book. And as you're traveling from one area to another, you had to have your pass book on you at all times. And if you get pulled over by the police, they would say, let me see your passbook. Are you allowed to be here? If you're not, you get arrested. So it was essentially to control the movement of people from one area, one area to another. It just, I mean, I, I, it, I, I'm speechless to see that the same people that would have told everyone how <clears throat> draconian this is and what an overreach and what this is a totalitarian government doing this are now the same people promoting <laughs> All of these many things that are now being rolled out, uh, whether it's mandates or whether it's uh, passports uh, with with related to their health. It's just it's it's quite astonishing to see this happening. Uh, I never thought I would see anything like this again in my lifetime. I thought that was was kind of over when I was a younger man. How about the play? How what was the first country 
They came out with the green passport. Yeah. Israel. Yeah. Israel. You can't make this stuff up. Oh, yeah. Why don't you get that little gold star, that thing? Yeah, yeah, put that on you, too. Israel's the first one that did it. It's it's quite it's the quite apartheid, the apartheid state of Israel. You know, and it's such a bad word around the world, right? That specific word is it, you insert it to position something as bad, as terrible. You know, that's what it's always been done by the, the old the old media. The I, was just down media. In, I was just down in New York City. I'm up in Kingston, 90 miles north of the city. Yep. I was out with Judge Napolitano, who got fired from Fox. <clears throat> He's a good guy. He comes up when I have rallies. Anyway, we, I had to sit outside in the restaurant because I don't have a vaccination passport. So I can't go in the restaurant. I got to sit outside. And they're making this stupid shit up, you know. Oh, when you sit down, you could take your mask off and you could eat. But when you stand up, you got to put your mask on. Oh, and when you're in the airplane... I just came back from Phoenix. It was with Max Kaiser and Stacey Herbert. They had a Bitcoin conference. And um, it's okay to eat and drink without your mask on. But when you finish eating and drinking, you got to put your mask on. Because that's when the virus comes. It doesn't come when you're eating and drinking. These are the same shitheads that had me as a kid under a desk in case an atom bomb went off. Like that was going to make any difference. And it scared the hell out of me. He's a little kid. I was petrified. When I'd hear an airplane in the air, I would think it was a Russian bomber going to drop a bomb. And now they got little kids all freaked out with masks on. Useless masks. Useless. You read the box. Yep. And, and so we, th- this is to me, it's bigger than the mind can imagine. They say there are more galaxies and grains of sand. You know, this is something beyond the human brain to figure out that it went global like this so quickly. And so, and it, but it, they sucked the joy out of life. When I was a kid, they used to run these ads. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? You know, I'm a guy grew up in the Bronx and Yankees, you know. <clears throat> they couldn't control us. 10 p.m. now, the streets are dead. Dead. Life is dead. Everywhere you go, I can't go to different places because I used to, I love jazz. Go to different clubs. Got to have a vaccine passport. All the all the all the performers have to be vaccinated. Yeah, it it's just it's quite incredible to see, and at the speed at what this is happening, and as like you that. mentioned, in in lockstep all across the world, you pick your country. Uh, you pick your state, you pick your province. It's 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 happening uh, very very quickly, and and it's uh, you know essentially what we're seeing too. I think this uh, you know trying to trying to read through all the nonsense and seeing all the nonsense out there. I th- you know it was it was eerie to see what what uh, what 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 is happening right now with certain events. You know, see like the the what is it the Met Gala or something in your in Oh yeah, York. yeah, that that fraud show, yeah. Yeah, so you see you see all the folks that that work there that perform incredible hard work, uh, the service uh, in there are all mossed up, but all of the other folks, the elite, they're walking in there. It's I mean, it's dystopian. It's almost like watching you know a Hunger Games movie. This Hunger Games society of this two tier society of the we the the elites versus we the people. Is that is that what's going on here? Uh, well, that's what I said. You look at the you look at the merger and acquisition activity. It's all time high in the United States. Just this week, it came out. Median household income has declined at the greatest level ever. Poverty rates are going way up around the world, but. But the good news, and it's real good news, the billionaire has only got $8 trillion richer. All right? All we are, I mentioned about Home Depot, Lowe's, Staples, Walmart, all the big ones around the world. All we are plantation workers on the global plantation of Slavelandia. Like you said, they don't have to, they don't wear masks. They're the elites. Yep. And us, we're just pieces of crap. Do as you're told. There's no life, liberty, or 
the pursuit of happiness. They never use that word happiness. It's gone. Imagine the Declaration of Independence. And one of the three key things is happiness. Look at these tight cats. They don't know what happiness is. Look at that tight ass guy at Bezos. And he marries this chick with these big fake tits. I mean, come on. Yep. Look at that guy, Musk. Look at this guy. Do you think anybody married these guys? They don't have any dough. Look at Gates. Look at the creeps running this show, Cook over there with one after another. Pitska, whatever his name is, with Google. Little pieces of shit telling us what to do. And the people do it. The numbers came out for the California thing. 65% of the people supported the COVID war mandates that little Newsom, when he's again talking about the lead, he's up at the French laundry where it costs that about $500 a plate for dinner. They're all sitting around, no masks on. We're, we're nothing more than plantation workers of slave landia. Yeah, that's when, that's when you really started to see big picture. I think that was a big uh, wake up moment for a lot of folks because initially and, and it's, in, you know, uh, incidentally, we just had 20 years since uh, the attacks in, uh, on 9-11 uh, around September 11th, which, again, you had forecasted uh, at that stage. You were on CNN, Matt Lauer, uh, Fox, the Oprah show. I think they published your uh, your New Year's predictions every year on USA Today um, and predicted that there was not going to be a good year for, for America. It's now been 20 years since that. We saw the massive overreach when people were in a state of shock by governments. And we kind of saw the same thing happening in 2020. And then all of a sudden, when the dust settled, some people started to wake up and say, wait a second. What? You know, this group of folks can go and protest and there's no threat of a virus, but these folks can't get together or a small business person couldn't open their business because of the virus. Or, you know, you just mentioned Gavin Newsom. He considered a $500 plate, uh, you know, a restaurant, but we can't open our businesses or go out in, in, in society. So a lot of folks started to to really wake up and see what is what is going on and 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 started to to realize what, what's what's in the process of happening, right? Yeah, but it's still it's you know I just was a speaker at um, Ron Paul's, Doctor Ron Paul, not Rand Paul, father, at his uh, event in D.C. on September fourth. It was called the War on Us. Yep, and over five hundred people turned out. It was at the Hilton. And uh, RFK, RFK Jr. was one of the speakers. And as he walked off the stage, his words were, I'm going to fight to my death with my boots. And that was, you know, my and my speech was, we must unite. United we stand, divided we fall. We have to get under one umbrella. Yep. And fight this globally. Because, I mean, there are people in France that are fighting it. Very few in Italy. Good number in the UK. Hardly any in America. I, was a, I went to one of the protest rallies in New York City at Columbus Circle, right in the 57th Street, right in the center of the city. And um, only about 3,000 people turned out out of 8.3 million. And you don't go out and protest one day. It doesn't work. There's a quote by Caspar Weinberger, who was the defense secretary under Reagan, an arrogant piece of shit who should have gone to jail when he's done with the Iran-Contra scandal. But and of course, he's pardoned. The rich get pardoned. It's prosecution to the fullest for we the little people. And the rich, like that scumbag prick, and I call to his face, Jamie Dimon, what J.P. Morgan Chase has only been found guilty of fraud, what, five times? To get a little slap on their wrist? But hey, uh, where, like you were saying, in, in, in uh, South Africa, where's your passport? Yeah, and then you go to jail. Where you drink, oh, you speed, you were eight miles over the limit. Get out of your car, stand on your head, repeat the alphabet backwards. How many drinks did you have? But they get a free ride. So Caspar Weinberger said, when there was a rally in New York City in 1982, and I'll never forget it, 
It was an anti-nuclear rally. Almost a million people, a million people in Central Park. And they quote Casper Weinberger saying, yeah, this is very impressive that these many people came out, but it's not going to change anything that we do. Rallies don't change anything. The only way I see it changing is the same way the Berlin Wall came down. People went, they didn't leave. More came, they didn't leave. More came and they didn't leave. More came and they didn't leave. And then you outnumbered the little goons dressed up in their military drag by what, 80,000 to one. And these guys start taking their stuff off, putting down their guns. That's the only way it's going to work as I see it. We have to unite and not stop. Day after day, night after night. Yeah. And other than that, I don't see us winning. And the window's closing too. You know, I, my sister's in Australia, uh, oh. just outside of Sydney in New South oh. Wales. That's what I say. Look at like shitheads running them. Yeah. It's the window is closing. And I don't think people realize what is going on there because, of course, it's not getting coverage. You know, you mention it to folks. I mentioned it to folks in the circles that, that we are. They go, what are you <laughs> talking about? What's happening in Australia? And <laughs> Because it's not even covered. Um, I know. So we have a very small window, uh, you know, to. Well, you to, know, we report on it continually. You know, you, we report on that continually in the trans uh, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what we have Australia have a country of um, 25 million people. They've had just about in 19, 18 months, just a little bit over a thousand deaths. A thousand deaths out of 25 million people over 18 months. Oh, and what's the average age? 81 years old. And you're locking down the joint. You can't what? You can't go five kilometers away from your house and on and on. No, it's terrible what's going on. And no, this is, this is again, to me, it's bigger than we could understand. You know, they found a skull. Uh, they reported this about four months ago, 36,000 years old. And it's not a Neanderthal, it's a human skull. We don't have a clue. Oh, I know everything began when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and God gave Israel that land. I, I forgot that story. I mean, how stupid of me. That's when it all began. Yeah. So, yeah, the window's closing and it's closing quickly. So, um, as you mentioned, it's it's time to uh, uh, to unite, and maybe you just want to share something about the events because you're fighting, um, and you've created a, a church, which uh, which I love sharing that story too. Maybe you just want to share that with us too. Uh, yeah, and how it, folks it, can support and help there. Yeah, we're starting. A, it's called the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. So, whatever God you believe in, that believes in freedom, peace, and justice, we're trying to bring everybody under one umbrella and. For Americans, you can get your religious passport from the church. The site will be up within 10 days. We've gotten all the, it's official now. We've done all the IRS stuff, everything. It's done. So now we'll be putting the site up. So people that want to get a religious exemption, you can get it from the church. And what we're trying to do is to get everybody under one umbrella. There's no, there's no, you know, it's, it's about, again, nothing more than, or everything, including freedom, peace, and justice. So that's the way I see it. And again, what we're looking at, and when you're looking at the economy, yep. how could gold and silver prices be taking this hit? It's unprecedented. They're rigging it, just like yep. they rigged it before. You're looking at inflation. And that little piece of shit, Jerome Powell. Jerome, go fuck yourself. How about that? It's inflation's temporary. Oh, when did he say that? Back in February? March, April, May, June, July, August, September? Well, who are you bullshitting? Hey, you, how, how about those nickel prices, uranium prices, aluminum prices, steel prices, food prices, rent prices? How's Oh, housing prices don't count in America. That's not put into the consumer price index, as are other things not put into it. Right. And the reason they do that is to keep interest rates low 
so the gamblers could get money for nothing and not pay us social security because it goes by the CPI. And so going back to keeping interest rates low, when they raise interest rates, this thing's going to collapse. You're looking at the banksters borrowing money at 0.35%. And then they loan it back to you with a credit card and they pay what? 27% interest. Yep. As I said, the banksters, if Christ was alive today, he'd be dead tomorrow. They kill him just like they killed him before. They killed him. The banksters killed Jesus Christ and they're killing us. The drug lords kill hundreds of millions of people a year around the globe. They're killing us. This isn't a vaccination, as you well know. It's a gene therapy shot, the first ever injected into the human bodies. And what was the efficacy rate? Oh, 96%. Wait, didn't they come out a couple of weeks ago in Israel? It's only down to 39%. And now they're giving the Israelis those three boosts, right? Three shots. Yep. Yeah, three strikes, you're out. So what they, drug dealers, banksters, criminals, military industrial complex. How many more millions of people they have to kill around the world? And, and it's in every country around the world. And what's the deal about this? The United States dealing up with Australia, uh, the UK. And it, oh, selling them nuclear submarines. Oh, yeah, great. Let's get this in your head, everybody. The United States lost the Korean War, lost the Vietnam War, lost the Iraq War, lost the Afghan War, destroyed Libya, destroyed Syria, the Nobel Peace of Shit Prize winner, Barack Obama. I want that guy Gaddafi out of there. The richest country in, in Africa where people had more benefits than most of the, Europe. Gone. Dead. Dead. And Big tech. Look at these little freaks, these little nothing boys telling us what to do. Could you imagine a, a Zuckerberg coming to you and me and telling you, listen, you've got to do this. You know, fuck you. Who are you talking to? And by the way, that's proper language. Yep. Telling somebody to fuck off out of nothing of shit is proper language in that situation. They tell you it's not so they could control you. I'll tell you what profanity is. Calling a little dick a dignitary. That's profanity. A king, a royal, a nobleman. Oh, the queen made him a sir. You know, fuck you. What are you talking about? Oh, they don't piss or shit, Salenti. They're, they're above you. That's what we have. So they take the fight at him. They take the fight out of you. I'm a guy. I'm a, I was the littlest kid when they used to put you in school. I was always the first. And I grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. Learn how to fight right away. You ever see a little dog go after a big dog? So I learned the fight. Gone. Now they have no bullying zones. Oh, that'll save your life. No, we have to fight. We're in the fight for our lives. We are in the fight for our lives. We are in the fight for our lives. They have sucked joy and beauty out of our lives. You saw the cover of the Trends Journal. Yep. <clears throat> this last one. Yep. Whale watching. I'm down in Cape May after I went to, to, to Ron Paul's with my buddy. <clears throat> it's like an upper middle class, upper class, upper middle class place. When you go in, there's a sign when you go over the, the bridge to get in. First thing I saw was a boat take you for whale watching. You didn't have to get on the boat to watch the whales. They're walking in the streets. They're in the swimming pools. They're on the beach. Yep. What the people look like. The guys are like this. The women are like this. <clears throat> These are facts. In 1962... Uh, 63, excuse me. 3.6% of Americans were obese. Today, 42%. Wow. 
Fight? What can you fight? You can't only walk. Oh, and it's costing us because it, they're the ones, again, 78% of the people hospitalized for COVID, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, are either overweight or obese. 78%. It's costing us. So what I want to do is I want to have a fat tax. The more you weigh, the more you pay. I don't want to pay for your shit. You, you think I want to work out every day? You don't think I want to eat more of, of I, I love cannolis. I love, yeah, uh, you know, I can't eat more of them. I got to cut it back. You think I don't want to? You think I want to work out all the time? You got to do it. And that's what I'm saying. You have to get in the best shape you can in this times. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, you are in the fight for your life. Absolutely. It has, to, it has to start with you because we share, you know, I, I always do an exercise where I share threats because you have to talk about the threats that are out there because then you'll, you'll understand how you can protect yourself and then you'll see the opportunities uh, as well, which we'll get to in a second. But it starts with you fixing yourself and your house uh, and your family and in your community um, you know, and, and as you just mentioned, one of the thoughts that just came to uh, my mind was, uh, you know, as I was uh, just paging through the book, uh, the Zizi and Honey Boy book. I have a signed copy here that I got years ago. It's a great book. And just looking at the pictures again of how the people were dressing back then. Oh. And then it reminds me of my grandfather. My one grandfather, he was he was a laborer in South yeah. Africa. They grew up very poor. But you look at the pictures. I mean, Boy, did they take pride in themselves. Yeah. He always polished his shoes. He always looked, you know, spick and span, spectacular when he was going out. And boy, did they know how to boogie. They, they, they danced. That's what, that's what him and my grandmother did on, on Saturday nights. They yeah. had a little disco in their community. They all would get dressed up and they would go yeah. there and they would have fun. Um, you know, and, and I had the same epiphany that, that you had. You know, we, we went down... Uh, to a couple of um, a couple of beach towns over the summer to for vacation, it's the same thing. You you see the same thing. You're like, boy, it you you have it has to start with yourself and in your own yep. house and in your own family, and then you've got to, like you said, then you've got to re- unite with other like-minded folks. Yes. Um, I have to tell you, I'm heartbroken. I am I am heartbroken. <sighs> I you know my business is to to see the future. And I'm heartbroken. When I see these little kids, little kids masked up, little kids freaked out, putting all this hand sanitizer shit on you. And by the way, the chances of picking it up from a surface are only one in 10,000. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. (sighs) Yeah, we have to unite. And, you know, again, like you said, you support us with the Trends Journal. And we get, you know, you have no idea how hard we work to make this thing happen. We give every ounce of energy we can. Yep. And there's no magazine. That, I'm not saying it because it's mine. It, there's nothing comes close to it in the world. You see the information in there. It's incredible. It's like a book a week with information that you're not going to get anywhere else. And I continue to, sh- to share the Trends Journal and tell folks because none of the information that's in there, you're, gonna, you're not going to find it anywhere else. We're living in a time where <laughs> there's so much deceit, so much misinformation, um, so much censor- censorship. You know, uh, it, it was interesting. I was trying to, uh, on one of the social media platforms, just uh, tag you and acknowledge you about a prediction which you made 20 years ago uh, with, with Afghanistan. And that, I mean, even that post disappeared instantly within minutes. I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> so it's it's just quite incredible the time that we live in. I, I never, you know, I never thought uh, that that we would be here at, at this place. But I think also, like you said, because there there hasn't been any pushback. Uh, no, there's no, no line in the very, sand. Very little. Um, very you know, little. there's a there's a there's a saying that the that the I believe the the guys down down west, or it was a, a kind of a, a cowboy saying, "What good fences, my good neighbors." And there yeah. was no fences. There's no yeah. line in the sand. There's no pushback. People just passively accepted things. And you know, before you know it, 
I, I believe if we don't, as, as, as you mentioned, stand up, fight, unite, um, you're going to be in a place where you don't have options anymore. Yeah. It's going to be too late. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, you, you growing up in South Africa during the time of apartheid when it was all yep. breaking apart. I mean, you know, how many people have that experience? Yep. And then from going from where you were and where you are, you know, you're, you're in a unique spot here and people don't understand and you're no. seeing it playing out all over again. Yep. As I said, Israel was the first country to come out with a vaccine passport, the green passport, they called it. Hitler would have loved that term. Green passport. Isn't that nice? It's incredible. Green, you could go. Red, you got to stop. Stop and go. We're in charge. Yeah. And it, it, it was, it's again back to an invisible enemy. And we had, a, a, you know, growing up in South Africa, we had an invisible enemy that would never go away. And we had to stay united and be patriotic. And, you know, it was for the greater good. And, you know, all the, you know, you pick your slogan, pick your tagline. Yep. <laughs> it, it just gets recycled and recycled. So it's a, it's a point in time where, um, and it's global. So there's no, there's nowhere to run. I think a lot of folks have yeah. asked, where do I go? Where, you know, where do I, I know. move to? It's well, a, I'm it's, telling you, yeah. I'm leaving. I'm, I have, you know, I have these, most historic buildings, you know, three on the most historic four corners. And, um, you know, where we're shooting now used to be an old supermarket. And um, I'm leaving here for a good part of the year from now on because it's New York and it's no fun. So I'm thinking of going down to uh, Florida for a little bit in the, in the winter. Yep. And then I don't know where I'm going to go in the, um, in the summer, but I'm not going to, there's no, there's no life here anymore. It's dead. It's dead. Everybody. I loved it up here because it was a very diversified area. Very. You could be who you wanted to be. Yeah. Now it's no, you have to be like me. You don't believe what I believe. How dare you not believe what I believe? Don't you know? I know everything you you don't believe what I believe. Why? How dare you? I just gotten a, I just gotten an, an, a, a, almost a fight with an attorney. This place called the Brickyard. It was an old brick. Kingston built a lot in New York City. It's the deepest port on the Hudson River. It used to have brickyards. A lot of Italians were up here. And uh, they turned this place, this place Salt. It's a high-end development com- uh, uh, hotel chain. Beautiful. Beautiful on the Hudson River. They even used all the old brick and did great things with it. High-end place. And I'm there two weeks ago. And I said to this guy, I said, boy, things are really getting out of line. I said, we got to get somebody running up here that's going to stop this, this insanity. He said, what are you talking about? I said, listen, I said, they got vaccine passports. You can't get in a restaurant without a vaccine. He said, you mean you haven't gotten vaccinated? There's an attorney. I said, no. He said, why not? He said, these vaccinations are great. I, I, you know, you didn't get vaccinated. Why? You know, there was a chicken pox vaccination, the, the polio, the mumps, blah, blah, blah. I said, this isn't a vaccination like that. I said, this, you know, those are, it's, and then he went on. He said, you know, the efficacy rate of this is 93%. I said, well, no, I said, actually, the efficacy rate, they said was 96. No, no, no. And I said, I said, look, you're an attorney. I said, let's go back to what you were saying about this being a vaccination. It's not. It's a, and he said, you know, I had enough of your shit. He said, I feel like punching you out. There's an attorney talking to me like this. To which I said, come on, you little fuck. Let's go outside. Who the hell you think you're talking to? Come on, you little prick. And a guy, he has a big girlfriend try to come in between us. And he sat down at the bar. I said, you're a little fucking coward. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Yeah. And you know, this is what's going to happen. The people that have taken the shot, the gutless little cowards that took the shot because they got it, they want you to get it. And they're going to be the ones that are fighting for you to get it. Because as they're going down, they want you to go down with them. I used to be friendly with this guy. Who the hell are you talking to? 
and they think I'm a little guy. I also, as you, as you know, I used to teach close combat for many years. Yep. If you try to fuck with me, I'll kill you. I don't get in fights. It's not going to be a fight. You try to hit me, I'll kill you. Yep. And you let them know it. And they back off. My father may have so rest in peace. When I was a kid, he'd say to me, son, when you get in a fight, you show them no quarters. Well, you got them down. And they had enough. And they said, okay, I had enough. I had enough. You don't let them up. You finish them off so they can't move again. And that's the fight we're in. They've attacked us. And we're in a fight for our lives. And when I say the fight, I want to have a peaceful fight. I want to make that 100% clear. I want to do it like the Berlin Wall. We come, we stay, and we don't leave. And we let them know two words. You're a public servant. You are our servant. You will do what we tell you to do. You got it reversed because now we've become the servants as the plantation workers of Slavelandia. Yeah. Yeah, you have to flip the script back to public servant. Um, and they're they're here to to serve the folks. And and as you mentioned, this this battle, I mean, it just it started a little slow, slowly but surely, and now all of a sudden ex- just accelerated. And now it's in your face. And if you don't yeah. unite, it's gonna end up on your doorstep. And one more important thing. They're gonna back off. They'll give you a little room. And then they're going to come back again. They're going to make you feel like you're free. Then they're going to come back again. That's what they're going to do. They're going to let it loose. Then they come back and tighten it up more. Let it loose and then tighten it up more. Let it loose and then tighten it up more. So the people don't know. The people think they're getting freedom. Yep. Yep. So, and to your point, that's why you have to be mentally as strong as you've ever been. Yep. You know, yep. I've, yep. I've mentioned you have to, you're, 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 you're like, you're in a war and you're going to have to be mentally, mentally strong, physically, you know, take care of your health, exercise, lose, lose that extra pounds that, that, yep. that you have to um, eat properly, hydrate, you know, get some, get some good, good rest and, and, and sleep and connect with your creator because you're, you're you're in a spiritual battle too. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about for business owners and for folks out there trying to provide for their families during this, you know, because a lot of folks that uh, in our audience are all, they're, they're business owners. So they've been through the stop, start, stop, start, while you can't operate at a hundred capacity, while you got to have this in your store or this in your business or this, this, this you have to do right now. Um, some on-trend opportunities that, that you would see in a time because, you know, essentially a business owner and an entrepreneur is there to solve problems and, and provide market for the, to the marketplace through solving problems. There's is, is going to be a ton of problems to solve, right? Um, one of the things that I've just seen in, in where the area where I live is something which you also wrote about, um, you covered in a book, is holistic healing and holistic health. Um, I mean, I see some of the homeopathic medicine practitioners. I mean, you can't even get an appointment. They're so they're so booked. So there's already some trends that are starting that I'm starting to see just oh, yeah. in just in our our community. What are some of the other things that you're seeing out there? Well, you, let's stay right on that one. You know, getting in the best shape you can physically, emotionally, and spiritually. They have what they used to call new age places in, in America, Omega Institute, Esalen. Guess what? Can't get in without a vaccination. Oh. Wow. Yep. I, oh. I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless, speechless on that one. So there are the opportunities to start developing one without it. Yeah. A real new age. The new age is one establishment. Yeah. And online learning, this is just the beginning. The system that we have, the education system is a joke to begin with. It was invented by the Prussians after the, in the beginning of the industrial age when people 
were no longer allowed to make their own products and it had to be made industrially. And they taught them how to read, write, do math and follow orders. Yep. So this has accelerated the online, the interactive view, as I called it back in 1996. And the, if the people want to really start making money in it, start following what India is doing in it. They're, they're at the head of the game here. And that's another big opportunity that you're going to have. And there, there's going to be a lot of them. There's going to be hospitality sectors to different kinds of places and different kinds of people. So you get the people that are not on that script. And so there are opportunities in here, you know, as things go down. And again, I'm still very bullish on gold, silver, and Bitcoin. I don't see them going down until the government's cracked down, and they can, which they do. They stole the gold from the people in 1933 in America. You know, so they'll do anything. They gave us the Federal Reserve, the murderous guy, Woodrow Wilson, World War I, Federal Reserve, on and on. And I see a market crash coming sooner rather than later. Yeah. People ask me, what, what should you, I, you know, I can't tell you what to do. You know, I don't know. That's not what, what we do. You know, we're not financial advisors. But um, they ask me, should you keep the money in the bank? And I say, Why? They're not giving you any interest, but yet they loan it out and make money on it. So why would you give them money? Why would you keep what? <laughs> Quick story, and then I gotta as we're wrapping it up. Yep. On 9-11, um, as you mentioned, USA Today used to run my top trends. 2001 won't be our year, Trendseer says. America was killing people all over the world. Uh, Clinton, on and on. Anyway. The um, payback's a bitch. So when it happened, I'm watching CNBC and the guy goes, well, you know, we just got to notice that there was a, uh, a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. And I'm having a cup of coffee. It's a beautiful day out. And I used to do a lot of hot air ballooning. Plane crashed, a beautiful day like this. Something's not right. Ah, it's a private plane. It's nothing. We're going we're to go down there now. And they, they had the reporter and all of a sudden, boom, you know, boom. I pick up the phone. I call my girlfriend at the time, Marie Pierre, French woman. She was living near me up in, uh, when I lived in Rhinebeck. I said, Marie Pierre, the first thing I did, get you, go to the, told her what happened. Oh, Gerald, you're kidding. I said, no, no, it's true. Go to, go to the bank, get your money out of the bank. It was a key bank. They wouldn't give her her money, but she was a, born in Paris. She's a real French woman. She got her money. I call up, I had CDs in those days when you had used to get interest. I forgot the name. It was a big bank. It was bought out by Citigroup or the other ones later on. <clears throat> I said, I want my money transferred to the Rhinebeck Bank. I'm sorry, Mr. Salenti, we can't do that. Certificates of deposit are traded on Wall Street. And Wall Street's closed. The planes were allegedly going down the Hudson River. I know the Hudson River inside out, upside down. <clears throat> I know where Indian Point is, the nuclear facility. I'm thinking to myself, if they hit that nuclear facility, there'll be chaos like we've never seen. So I had my guns, I had my gold, and I'm about four and a half hours from Canada. I had maps, they had maps in those days, and I charted back roads because I know they closed down the major arteries to get to Canada. Packed a suitcase with enough stuff in there if anybody's going to try to attack me. Some silk underwear because it was in September, and if I'm going to Canada, I don't know if it's going to get cold at night. So backpack, little thing. I filled up jerry jugs with, of water, uh, of uh, gasoline, put them in my car, filled it up, about five of them, and I was ready to go. Guns, gold, and a getaway plane. So as everybody's freaking out, I'm the only guy in the world that was doing that. The only man in the world that was ready because I'm a visionary. I look ahead. Yep. <clears throat> Prepare, I'm telling everybody, prepare for the worst. If the worst doesn't happen, you don't lose anything. If the worst happens and you're not prepared, you could lose everything.
So I prepared for the worst. I lost nothing. If the worst happened, I was prepared. Because I figured if I'm up in Canada, I could leave Canada and go anywhere I want from there. But if they hit the nuclear power plant, they're going to close down America. And I'm not going to be able to leave. So again, prepare for the worst. You're in the fight for your life. And prepare for anything and everything. And like you, like you mentioned, you know, um, if you prepare and nothing happens, you were prepared. Um, and, but if the worst case scenario happens, then, then you're ready to go because essentially a lot of the other things that you cover in the trans journal too, and there's some great pieces about it, central bank, digital currencies, where this is all going, you're going to need a crisis to move towards that because you can't just come in and provide that as a solution already. So, you know, my spidey senses tells me we have to prepare. And if nothing happens, if it's a smooth transition, we're good, but We've seen every single time they have kind not, of a yeah. formula of yeah, it's not creating a be, crisis not, yeah. and providing yeah. a solution. And you just you made you said it perfectly because that's what they're doing. They created the crisis, and now they're going to keep building on the crisis. You're going away from that dirty cash to digital trash. You know every penny you spent, where you spent it, what you spent it on, how you spent it, so they could get their tax dollars. No tips for cash anymore. And again, these politicians, did any of them take wage cuts during the lockdown? No. Nope. No. No. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I very thank much you so you. much. I really appreciate you, uh, Mr. Salente. And thank I you know, so much you. for the great work that, that you're doing. I have, I mean, it's just quite incredible. The amount of work that goes into that, I don't think I can, anyone can fathom. It's a book about a week that's been published. Um, it's the Trends Journal. You can check it out, Trends uh, the Trends Re- Research Institute. Thank you so much for spending your time with myself and my audience and, and giving your insights and providing so much value for us. And thank you. And thank you so much for all you do and being the man that you are and to, and to really keep the fight going. So thank you very much. And thank you to you, the listener, for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the show. You could check out all of our past episodes uh, along with our resources, programs, and community tools at CashflowNinja.com. That's CashflowNinja.com. Until next time, live infinitely. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives. situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.